Chicago 15, slot right, single receiver, Hester to the left. Press coverage, snap to Haney, throws it over the middle. Intercepted, Wisconsin Sports Trilogy presents the Packers Trilogy Podcast. Hey yo, Packer fans, what's going on? Welcome to the Packers Trilogy Podcast presented by the Wisconsin Sports Trilogy, the podcast for diehard Packer fans by diehard Packer fans. I am your host, Trevor. You can find me on Twitter at Bender underscore Trevor. You can find my writing at Dairyland Express, and I'm not joined with my two co-hosts, Tyler and Scott. I am not really sure what's going on with them. Um, Scott, I haven't heard of, heard from since like the beginning of the Packer game, and Tyler messaged me after he got home um, and asked if I started yet, and I hadn't, and I haven't heard back from him. So I am flying solo for this recap podcast. As I am sure you know, the Green Bay Packers won 30-16 against the Eagles and moved to 9-3 on the year. And I'm just going to get right into this so, since I don't have Tyler Scott to ask how they're doing. So let's just get right into the game. And the game started out definitely not as planned. The Eagles get the ball and they go down what really was a long drive. It was 15 plays. Um, But looking back, they only did move the ball 41 yards in seven minutes, and they get that field goal to start out the game. Then Packers three and out on the first drive, which started out with that fumble where um, Aaron Jones got back on it and ended up losing some yards on that, which definitely was a frustrating way way to start out this football game. And like I said, they do go three and out and have to punt. They, the Eagles get the ball back. You know, don't get a whole bunch moving. They get good amounts on the first three plays and then don't move the ball the rest of the drive. And they have to punt. Then the Packers go 14 plays for 88 yards and a touchdown. And that was Devontae's first. Uh, it was that one-yard touchdown pass next for the Eagles five plays nine yards and a punt Packers get the ball back go seven plays 82 yards for a touchdown and that was the longer touchdown to um, Robert Tunyon there at the end of the or for their second touchdown of the half there in the first half it was 25 yards and then Eagles get the ball back you know they go six plays 19 yards and then it's the end of the half and you think it's it's pretty much over at that point you know the Packers get the ball at at the end of half or to start the third quarter and you just think it's you know it's probably over right and then the Packers go three and out to start the second half of this football game defense holds fairly well um, 
they it's four plays and a punt for the Eagles. They now they do get 41 uh, yards on that first play, but then they hold them. They have to punt, and the Packers get the ball back on their one yard line. Starts out, you know, big time throw to Devonte off play action again at their one yard line was kind of strange just a beautiful ball and a beautiful catch I don't know how Rodgers got it in there I'm not really sure how Devante hung on to that ball but very very impressive you know they continue moving the ball pretty easily that drive and end with Aaron Rodgers 400th career touchdown pass to Devante Adams and that celebration was fun to watch um, with Adams giving Rodgers the ball kind of on his knees, like, here you go, great master. And Alan Lazard is back behind Rodgers and crowns him and then goes behind Devontae and crowns him because those two are truly spectacular this year and they showed it in this game. Next, the Eagles get the ball back. They have to punt. Packers go down 14 plays, 72 yards, get a field goal. Eagles get the ball back and are able to move it pretty well, and they get a touchdown on nine plays. Packers get the ball back. They go three and out and punt, and it's a punt return for a touchdown. Then the next three plays for the Packers, they don't get anything going. They have to punt again. Eagles have to punt. Um, Packers then get the touchdown, and that's that big time run from Aaron Jones for 77 yards. That was a very, very impressive run. And um, we rewatched this and, <laughs> and the second time rewatching, I noticed David Bakhtiari just running along Aaron Jones almost the whole way down the field, which was awesome. Um, and it's great to see that he continues to play hard and play well. Um, and that, that was just an awesome, awesome play. The blocking was great. Aaron Jones did a great job um, to make it all 77 yards. You know, did make a few guys miss along the way, but just impressive, impressive stuff there, which Wayne Larravee did call the dagger on that play. And if that wasn't good enough, the Eagles get the ball back and Darnell Savage gets an interception. Shout out Preston Smith getting his hand up on Jalen Hurts there. That caused kind of a deflection. I don't really know if it was a deflection. Because I think uh, Preston got the arm of Hurts there. And it was more of a just affecting the throw more than a deflection. But an, an impressive interception there by Darnell Savage. And that ended the game there. So that was an exciting game, I think. And it got closer than what it should have been, you know, with that... Punt return for a touchdown. You know, if the defense gives up 10 points, you felt pretty comfortable. And then that punt return touchdown made it 16-23. to 23 And, you know, maybe starting to get a little nervous. A little bit of momentum for the Eagles. But Packers, they're the better team. And they proved it there. You know, Aaron Jones got the big run. And virtually ended the game there. Now, I want to go through the game a little bit more in detail like we normally do. Um, but I don't have the guys to kind of give us talking points. So I'm going to talk through this game a little bit more in detail, but I'm going to go off stats, um, to kind of start with this. So overall team stats, turnover battle, 
There was just the one that um, interception by Darnell Savage. That was the only turnover. The Packers did fumble, like I said, on the first play of the game. Um, Aaron Jones was able to pick that up. But other than that, pretty clean game from a turnover perspective. Um, So that is good to see. You know, obviously we'd like to see a little bit more forcing of turnovers on the defensive side of the ball, but I thought that the defense played relatively well. I think um, the rush defense slash tackling, I think I kind of lump both of those in together, still needs to get a little bit better um, and definitely needs to improve for the post run of the season. You know, getting into this stretch run, getting into the into the playoffs that that needs to improve because you know better teams it's it's going to be harder to win those games so that definitely needs to improve other than that um you know defensively i thought they got off the field on third down fairly often the eagles were four of 13 um so i thought the defense did the job there you know for the most part you look at yards per play 4.7 4.7 for the Eagles. So the defense did its job, right? It, it wasn't like a terrible game. And and you give up 16 points, and really you only give up 10 points defensively because six of those came from the, the special teams play. You know, that Jalen Rager, I think it was 74-yard punt return for a touchdown. But the defense played well, and that 4.7 yards – per play tells me that because it's going to be tough to win any football game if you're getting less than five yards of play. Um, In contrast, the Packers offensively, 7.2 yards per play. So definitely completely different there. Um, It was was really a one-sided affair, and that punt return really kind of made it a little bit closer than what the final score would have indicated. but overall, I think the Packers dominated. You look at everything, total yards, rushing yards, passing yards, um, you know, red zone trips, turnovers, pretty much anything that you look at outside of special teams or defensive touchdowns, that it was all Packers in this one. And that's what that final score indicates to me. So let's move into a little bit more player-specific stuff. So that was kind of more overarching, talking more specifically about the game itself. So let's get into the players. First and foremost, I think I'd be remiss if I didn't start with number 12. Aaron Rodgers has been incredible all year and is rightfully so in the MVP discussion this year. He deserves all of that. And if it's not for Patrick Mahomes, he's going to win it. Like I, to me as a Packer fan, of course I want Aaron to win this, but Patrick Mahomes is, is very impressive himself. So to me, it's up to those two players and, and we're going to have to watch down the, the stretch run of the season of who can play a little bit better, because I think going into this game, their stats have been very, very similar. So we need to see a lot more games like this from Aaron Rodgers. You look at this. Um, 25 for 34 for 295 yards. That is a pretty impressive 8.7 yards per attempt. He had the three touchdowns. Again, that third one being to, to Devante for his 400th career. And he's the fastest 
in history to do that in 193 games. So just impressive stuff from Aaron Rodgers. And he was really good in this game. You know, a 128.9 passer rating. Just he he is very, very impressive. He has been all year and he continued it in this game. Like I mentioned, um, kind of recapping the overall game to start, that throw to Devontae um, in the middle of the field, I I still am questioning how that ball got in there. I know the people I was watching it with, we were all like, how? How did, how did Aaron drop that in the bucket? And how did Devontae catch that? And I think shortly after that, now I might be mistaken, but shortly after that, I thought he had another throw. It was down the right sidelines, um, I believe. So that was that Devontae passed to the middle of the field from the one-yard line, got it out to R43. Um, then Aaron Jones carried left for six yards, and then it was a short pass to the right to Aaron Jones for one yard and then it so it's third and three now at the 50 yard line and this is where Rodgers puts another one right in the bucket to this time Lazard again it's along the right sidelines for 31 yards and that was another one where we're all just like what how can you defend that Aaron Rodgers is just pinpoint accurate like it, it seems like back to his other MVP seasons, 2011, 2014, where he's just, he can put the ball wherever he wants. And he has done a really, really good job of that. There's a little bit more inconsistent. It's not that he's inconsistent, but there isn't, in 2011, it just felt like every throw was going to be right on the money. This year, most throws are right on the money, but it doesn't seem like every single throw is absolutely perfect. Um, but still ultra impressive stuff. And as Aaron Rodgers says, you know, down years for him are career years for other quarterbacks. And this is definitely not a down year. But, you know, we still hold him as, as Packer fans. We hold him to this 2011 Aaron Rodgers standard, which is absolutely ridiculous because no one can play like that. And Aaron Rodgers did back then, and he's, you know, throwing in an extra incompletion or, or two a game, and that and that's about the difference it feels like right now because he is absolutely incredible. I, I love watching Aaron Rodgers throw the football, enjoy this, because he is otherworldly. He is very, very impressive, and that's a guy that, I love in green and gold, and it's going to be tough to not see him in green and gold. Moving forward, I think Devontae Adams, another guy that's just been really, really impressive. And he, to me, he's the number one wide receiver in football. I've been saying it since about middle of last year that I think he's at the very, very minimum top three. In my opinion, he's been number one since then because his route running is incredible. He can, even though he doesn't have like the 40 time that some of these other guys have, he can beat you down the field. A lot of times it's because of his release at the line of scrimmage and his route running. His release is stupid. Like I think Tony Romo on this broadcast said he beat the corner where the corner knew he had, he knew he had help in the center of the field and Devante broke down his, um, leverage and went to the outside 
So got him, got the cornerback completely off what he needed to be doing and got open because that's where he was away from the safety. He burnt the cornerback. It's just wide receivers don't just win leverage as often as Devontae Adams does. He, if the corner's an outside leverage, they typically have to win to the inside. And Devontae doesn't care. He just wins routes whenever and wherever he wants to, it feels like. So I I just love watching Devontae work. It's it's something that each and every Sunday, I love watching his routes. I love you know, going back and looking at some of the ways that he just destroys defensive backs at the line of scrimmage, it's it's not even fair at this point. And then you add in Aaron Rodgers dropping dimes 40 yards away, and it, it's just not fair. These two, I think I saw it on Twitter after that catch, that 42-yard catch from the one-yard line. I saw it on Twitter multiple times from multiple people saying, it's a cheat code. Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers together are a cheat code because these two are absolutely incredible. Enjoy watching these two players together when they're both playing at this level because it is just so much fun to watch. Going down the rest of the wide receivers, I think Alan Lazard, he he's just so consistent. He's not a guy that's going to warrant 12 targets a game like Devontae. But he's a guy that when you do throw it to him, you can trust that, you know, you're going to get the first down on third and eight or what, whatever the situation is. You can trust Alan Lazard more times than not is going to catch the ball. Now, he did have a drop in this game, but for the most part, he's very, very consistent. Three receptions, 50 yards. Um, one of those being I just talked about that 31 yard or down the sidelines where Aaron Rodgers is just pinpoint accurate. Um Robert Tunyon, again, a nose for the end zone here. He scores another one. I just had a film breakdown focusing on Large Robert, so make sure you check that out on YouTube. I posted that on Saturday, I believe, so make sure you check that out. Other than that, Mercedes Lewis had the highest average reception, so... You know, when, when Mercedes Lewis is getting 30 yard, 36 yards a reception, that's always fun. You know, he was wide open on that play. Um, I don't know if he's ever been that wide open in his life, but that was fun to get him involved again. Um, other than that, not a lot of contribution from the wide receiver position. Um, the one thing negatively here... MVS, again, dropped another big one. First play of the second half, MVS drops that big one, kind of slows down the offense. They had him. Aaron Rodgers put it in a good spot, and MVS just straight up dropped it. And that's something that I've been saying all year now. You know, MVS can change this offense if he is catching the football. And that's a big if with MVS, right? It, there's no question that he has lost a lot of faith in Packer Nation. And rightfully so, probably, because he needs to catch the ball. But he does change this offense. And he has these games. And I I don't care what he does the rest of the year, but if he puts four games together in the in the playoffs, if he puts four games together, and it doesn't have to be, you know, eight catches for 150 yards in those games, it's literally if he makes 
two plays a game. One or two plays a game, you know, 40 yards where he's blowing by the cornerback. That changes everything. You do that once or twice, teams start to have to roll safeties, you know, help that deep coverage. And that helps Devante. That helps Alan Lazard. That helps Tunyon. Aaron Jones coming out. Like, that helps so many different aspects of this offense. So... Having him on this team is important. His speed is a weapon. He just has to be able to catch the ball. And that really, to me, was the one big negative offensively for this team. Going to the running backs, Aaron Jones. That run, absolutely phenomenal. I I talked about it before. David Bakhtiari running down there with him was so much fun. Um, Aaron Jones, just he's incredible. And he really is earning a contract. I, With the money the Packers spent so far, I don't know if they're going to be able to resign him. I sure hope so because that 77-yard touchdown run was fun to watch. And he is such an important piece of this offense. And I would love to see him back. Like I said, I don't know if they're going to be able to do it. I hope so. Because he truly is a very, very fun player to watch. And he is truly an elite running back in this league. And he proved it, I think, with that run. Um, and, and the fact that he does so much more. He can be a huge threat. He can, he can line up outside and you have to cover him with someone legit. Because he can run routes. He can do a whole bunch of different things. So uh, I just love the game that he had. Um, Jamal Williams, nothing overly impressive, but this feels like a Jamal Williams stat line where he only touches the ball five times but has 26 yards. That's over five yards a carry. You know, that that just feels right for Jamal Williams, right? He's, he's kind of that ground and pound, you know, give it to him and he's going he's gonna to get you the yards you need. Nothing overly flashy, but but he's going to be effective in what he is doing. And that's what we saw from him. He did have an 18-yard long uh, rushing the ball, which obviously helps his average. But overall, you know, nothing overly flashy for Jamal Williams. He did add two catches for 10 yards in the passing game. Aaron Jones is three receptions for 18 in the passing game. Lots of good stuff offensively. I don't Outside of the MVS, I don't think there's a lot of issues that I saw outside of that first fumble um, to start the game. There was there was not a lot of issues in regards to this offense. Defensively, I thought they played really well. I you know I mentioned it. Basically, they gave up ten points. The special team gave up six. Any any time you give up ten points as a defense, you have to feel great about your chances and. Now, I know the Eagles' offense isn't very good. I know the Bears' offense isn't very good. But this is a couple weeks now where you're starting to see the defense coalesce a little bit. And maybe bad offenses is what we needed to see this defense start to play a little bit better. You know, this front, the outside linebackers and the defensive line, you look down the list, Dean Lowry has a sack. Preston Smith had a half a sack. Kingsley Kiki has Two sacks and two tackles for a loss. Rashawn Gary, sack and a half and a tackle for a loss. Zadarius Smith, sack and a half and a tackle for a loss. So that front unit 
very, very good. Awesome stuff from them. That was something that, you know, even with a patchwork offensive line, you want to see that unit start to produce. And we saw them start to produce, I think, last week against the Bears. And they, they continued it and played well in this game. And like I said, Preston Smith gave that interception to Darnell Savage eventually. It, he did. He really gave that to Savage. You know, if he doesn't get a hand on hurts there you know that's probably a better thrown ball because his arm doesn't get hit uh credit savage there because he does make a good play but overall that was preston causing that and then savage on the other end making a good play that moves me to darnell savage he continues to be a very fun player um he's a he's a guy that he is starting to be a little bit more flashy, you know, starting to make a little bit more spat, splash plays. He had the two interceptions against the Bears. He has this one in this game to seal the game. And I hope we're going to continue to see this splashy, flashy type player because that is what we expected when we drafted him. So if he continues to do this, that makes, you know, Kevin King, Jair Alexander, that, that makes those players have a little bit more confidence. Adrian Amos, I low-key thought the last like three or so weeks, I thought he's been playing really, really good football. Um, I feel like he is one of the few outs- outside of him and uh, Jair Alexander that have been tackling well um, and consistently tackling, I feel like, at least recently. I, I am really starting to... Be excited because, you know, Adrian Amos is starting to play well. Darnell Savage is starting to play well. Obviously, we have Jair. And then you start to see some of these guys up front. If if we can consistently get a little bit more pressure, I think we're going to start to see this defense coalesce a little bit better and hopefully start bringing that D-train back a little bit more often, a little bit more turnovers. Lastly, I just want to mention the special teams. I don't want to spend a lot of time on this, but... Uh, this, this special teams needs to be better. I thought early in the year, you know, there was nothing spectacular about the coverage teams, about the return teams, but they were just kind of solid, you know, never did anything to hurt the Packers, never really did anything to help them either. But the main thing was they never hurt the Packers. But now the last few weeks, we've started to see this special teams unit hurt the Packers and that needs needs to needs to change because you can't have that against good teams you can't give them 74 yard punt returns you can't you can't give them those extra touchdowns extra possessions like that you got to make the the offenses work for it you have to give them um, give your defense good starting field position you have to give your offense good starting field position all of those types of things and the special teams is not doing that special teams definitely needs to improve moving forward that's all the time i want to spend on special teams because it doesn't interest me and if there was an issue with that punk coverage go check out pat mcafee because i'm sure he has something on that that is going to be it for me today overall i was just really excited with the performance and it was really truly a dominating win um, even though the eagles did come back a little bit the packers gave up three points through the first three quarters and it was very similar to what they did last week against the bears again bad offenses but 
hopefully that is setting a trend and we can start to see a little bit more of that moving forward. As always, make sure you guys are checking out our other content. The best way to do that is follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Trilogy underscore pod. Uh, subscribe on YouTube, the Wisconsin Sports Trilogy Podcast there. Like I said, I just got done with a Tunyon film breakdown. Make sure you check that out. Make sure you check out all of our other content. And until next time, go back, go.